And we're back coming from Parts Unknown. Once again, these are your hosts, Rocky and Rick. Uh, this is the WrestleMania Takeover episode, mainly WrestleMania. Um, Rocky was on a trip this weekend, uh, he, so he really only watched WrestleMania on his that way back. Yeah, it was. Um, I wish you watched Takeover. It was in essence uh, I've, I've, I've actually I've been wanting to. But no, but I mean, so like, I, I wish you saw it instead of yeah, WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And saw some match for WrestleMania. Um, so... We'll talk about the two matches that Rocky saw take over, which is well, actually, he only saw one. Yeah, because he skipped the tag match, the first match, which is a shame. It's good. No, um, I, I'm 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 planning on watching the whole thing. No, I know you are because it's a very good show. But that one was like the least consequential of the matches because it's you know a farewell match basically. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I just figured I can circle back around to this one. Uh, Ricochet did get hurt and they they went home three minutes early. Uh yeah yeah. Um, nothing crazy because obviously he was at WrestleMania. Yeah, I was like, he was wrestling the next. But they went three months. That's why their curtain call was longer than it needed to be. Like it was very long. It was a long curtain call. Uh, they cried and got emotional. Uh, the tag match was very cool, very very good. A lot of awesome spots. The whole story of it was each guy was paired off with someone. I can't. War Raiders elude me. I think it Ray Rose, the big heavy set one, Sarah Logan's husband. You know, he's Not the smaller one, the bald one. Yeah, that's yeah. Sarah Logan's husband. He's Ray Rowe. He was paired off against um. Alistair Black and Hanson mm-hmm. was paired off against Ricochet because he's the one that can do flippy stuff. Uh, and they kind of, it would be like Alistair's going to hit him hard and he's going to do the same thing back. Right, right. You're going to do the kick thing. I'm going to do the same thing. Yeah. And so uh, uh, Ricochet did flips. Uh, Hanson did his flips, you know. So it was it was really awesome. Each guy, it felt like a singles match with each dude. Within a, the, <laughs> yeah, within a tag, match. tag match. Yes. It was, it was very, 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 very good. Um, the second match of Elfian Dream versus uh, King of Bros. Uh, yeah, uh, actually, now he's the original bro, which I wish he wasn't. I wish he was still the, King the Super of King of Bros. Um, <clears throat> Matt Riddle, Matt Riddle's a fucking phenomenal wrestler, like incredible. Um, oh, he was just owning him that whole match. Well, yeah, which made me while I was watching, I was like, he's going to lose because he was just yeah, destroying yeah, it was too much him. offense. Uh, th- when he came out first, everyone was booing him and they were cheering for really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought thought he had a good amount of cheers. They started to, he changed up his thing because he was wrestling like a face. He started really getting more more intense. Yes, he changed it up in the middle. He was like, well, you're going to boo me. Let's change up how I wrestle. You know, be more of a healing. He did. He was hyper more aggressive. His facial features, his reactions, everything about it. Which is good though because like even in the overarching story that they were telling like in the ring, the fact that like all of these other things just weren't doing it. Yeah. You know, so like you could see where the frustration kind of amps up the feeling. So, like, I get that. Like, I, I appreciated that as I was watching it. Yeah, yeah, he, ch- he changed it up, which was really cool to watch. Um, but, yeah, him being hyper-aggressive, him turning everything that Velveteen did into, like, a submission thing right. was great. Uh, but he's just, he's awesome. Not like, hulking up, though. He can't, can't counter. Well, no, but Velveteen did the Hulk up, you know? Uh, that was really awesome to watch, uh, like he always did. Uh, I think that match is great. I um, Out of all of them, on the TakeOver show... I think maybe that's the second best match on the show. Really? Yes. Interesting. I think so. Well, like I said, what I what I have heard and I'm looking. The, I think to the main event is the the best match. Is is the two favorite matches that uh, you know I kind of like took in via osmosis of listening to shit are uh, Pete Dunne and Walter. Yes, that's a great match. And uh, Gargano and Adam Cole. Yeah, those are the two best. This would probably fall in third. Um, next match was the women's. Uh, the four way for the title, I think it was really good. Um, 
I'm really surprised. I think some of the best no, of no, those. The next one. match was Walter P. Dunn. Oh, was it before the women's? That was an awesome match. Like that was fucking wild. It it does take a bit to go. Like it is told all through really slow wrestling, and you can watch it, and it's very slow in the beginning. It's P. Dunn uh, trying to deal with Walter, but Walter's the bigger guy throwing him around. And he's isn't he just a more technical guy as a as a wrestler? Walter, no. Walter is an old school like foreign heel. All he does is chops. Oh, really? Fucking power bombs and throws you around. I thought he was a technical guy for some reason. No, no. I mean, I haven't watched NXT UK. So it's European wrestling, so they are a lot of like we're gonna do holds. And Pete Dunne tries to do that, but he gets overpowered by Walter. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's like what, double the size. Six four, like two seventy five. Yeah, he's a big dude. Big um, they do set up the the that Walter tries to chop him, and it's like fast as fuck. And Pete Dunne moves, and was like, oh, you know. So they set up a lot of three, like puts him in the corner, pushes him in, and tries to fucking full chop him. Pete Dunne rolls out. Right, right, right. And then they get the chops. Uh, then they start coming and they're like loud as fuck. People are telling people to shut up. And every time his chops, man, he like it's a crack. Lighten up his chest. Yeah. Um, but the whole match is like Walt and Pete Dunn trying to deal with Walter and then Walter getting crazy offense. Uh it's just awesome to watch this guy throw this like Pete Dunn around. And it's it's fucking great. Um Walter just has that. Like, he is a big foreign monster heel. Like, that's... He feels like he should be on, like, Smoky Mountain or that old shit where he's just fighting Hogan. Yeah, he's like a big hoss guy. Yeah, but he doesn't do a lot of the crazy shit. He just chops, I mean, fucking clubbers yeah. you, right. I mean, stretches to me, that's, you. That's big hoss shit. Stuff. He is, but I like... You know, a lot of hoss stuff, I would say, is a lot of, like, Hanson where it's just fucking clotheslines and beating... Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Find one extra. <laughs> uh, but, but, yeah, and he did Lariato, yeah. Uh, power bombs like his finish and then the off the top rope splash like full top rope thing he does Walter does to Pete Dunne in the match uh, a top rope power bomb but it's not like a sit down or jumping it's a it's like tossing power a bomb. fling power bomb he throws him half across the ring it is ridiculous to watch like he fully just lifts up Pete Dunne and he goes whoop and he just jumps with him and throws him Pete Dunne fucking crumples and then he does like he does the top rope splash and this huge dude from the top rope just jumping half across the ring just to crush you is awesome to watch. Uh, he does a pin, which is really cool that I liked. Uh, Walter does a pin where he fucking, when he pins him, he lifts up off the ground. So he puts all his weight on you. Like he used you like a medicine ball. So he's like sitting there and his legs are off and like he's on top of uh, Pete Dunn's like back of his thighs because he has him like he did like a powerbomb sit down like a pin. Jackknife. It was a jackknife cover. Yeah, he did a jackknife cover and then he just as, kind of. As far as Michael Cole tells He me. kind of he like hovered on him and it was cool as shit to watch. And I was like, oh shit, that's really smart. You know, a little cool thing to watch. Nice. But yeah, Walter does some like technical stuff, but not like I'm going to constantly like fucking put you in a butterfly lock or something like he'll like, oh, you're going to try and hook me here. I'm going to put you in that muffler stretch or like crank your leg over my head and stuff. But it is just him whipping this dude around. Uh, Pete Dunn hits him with the X-Plex, which is fucking cool as shit to watch. Like nice. he tries to lift him up, couldn't. And then he lifts him again and, and throws him. Over. And then he uh, he hits him with what's bitter end. He hits him with the bitter end. He does the fucking uh fling out fucking suplex thing he does uh but no walter power bombs him and does the fucking splash and i knew walter was gonna win like i mean obviously like we talked about it like it feels like you know he's held this he's yeah, yeah, held yeah. this shit for way too long not saying it's too long they could have made him hold it forever it's just like you know it feels like pete dunn's time is now to move up yeah, like, yeah i really sure. feel he's gonna be on the superstar shakeup and get called to one of these brands pete dunn's fucking awesome not mad at any of that uh walter does have his old his actual indie music because it's just fucking classical music and it's awesome it's it's a it's great that, song uh, it's that public domain shit it is it's just a fucking old classical song and it comes down he's got his his black shooter trunks they did give him a little like two pinstripes down the side but he's still black shooter trunks 
and that's it. And it's just black boots. The the package for it is awesome. It shows like all Walter winning like all three belts in Europe and shit. And uh, like Kento Bashi was like his dude. And I think he helped train him. And there's a picture of him that they show off. And I've seen it before. It's him sitting in the back room of one of the European wrestling events where he has like one belt around his waist on his shoulder, another one on his shoulder. And that's an exact replica of, I think, Kobashi or someone else in the back room of this Japanese match with the three belts. And he's doing the same pose and stuff. And it's just really cool as fuck. I think Walter's awesome. Just like his presence. He's just no nonsense. He just stares at you. He's just, I'm going to fuck you up kind of guy. Whoa. What are you looking at? Uh, I was scrolling through Twitter looking for gifts of the of that match. match. Uh-huh. Uh, and I'm well, no spoilers because this comes out after, but I guess from the tonight's NXT, uh, oh, the tapings that are happening right now, not tapings because this is it's Wednesday, so the, this is the episode. Oh, it's the one from, yes, the, yeah, right, the dark matches, yes. Uh, I didn't know there was a Buddy Murphy Velveteen Dream match next week, is yeah, they, the, announced? they announced that, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just That's saw the one reading, yeah, like, yeah, for the American uh title, the NXT. I think that was, yeah, that was at this way go. Yeah. Fuego's when I say to that. Um, so yeah, it was very, very, very good match. Uh next was the women's four-way. I think it was very good. Um, yeah, I was curious how that one was gonna pan out. Because like good. we couldn't really predict what was gonna happen. I thought Shane would lose. Yeah, same, same, same. No, she would take. It's crazy. Didn't think she would. When I heard that, I was fairly surprised about it. Uh Bianca Belair has lost every time to Shayna. And I think they're building to a story where she, she will be the one who beats her. She will get her come up from her. Because that's how she'll get her babyface comeuppance, where she'll beat the woman who is... She has to overcome this lady. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's going to be Io or Kyrie or something. I think it's going to be Bianca's going to finally beat her. Because she had the chance to beat her. She got interfered. She got choked out. This one, she gets choked out again. So she's been tapped out both times. The first time she didn't tap out, she just passed out. This time, she tapped out instantly. And I think Shayna uh, is going to lose to Bianca which, when it's like a singles again. Right, right, right. I think that's going to be the next big takeover. Um... Some of the best stuff was Io and Kyrie working together. And then when they started going offense, I think... Oh, the new NXT intro, by the way. I think they're going to, when they have their own singles match, Kyrie and Io is going to be obviously awesome. Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I saw before... It was on Stardom. I saw it last year, year before? 2017, maybe? Or 2018? It's no, 2017. Like Io's sister is also, I think. Uh, and I forget, I forget if it was because Kyrie was leaving Stardom. Yes. But it was, it was Io and Kyrie, and I was like, yo... If this is what I have to look forward to eventually in WWE, uh, I want I just want a match like that because it was hard hitting. It was, you know, it was, mm-hmm. it was Japanese women's pro wrestling. Which yes. Is very dope. Granted, like this Kyrie is a lot more playful ish, like not in the ring per se, but just as a character in in the start of match. It looks like she comes out and, you know, it's still Pirate Princess and very cute. Uh, but when it was like go time, they're beating the shit out of each other. Yeah. And I was here for all of it. Um, Very good. And then the final match was the uh, main event, the two out of three falls, with uh, Gargano coming out in his Iron Man costume uh, against Adam Cole. Uh, sorry, it was Adam Cole was gonna be able. I'm gonna beat you without your buddies, but they had a little thingy, and obviously his buddies. They implied. Yeah, that I heard, I heard there. that. Uh, I they, heard that they ran out at a certain point. <laughs> yeah, at the end. Uh, they they in an earlier thing before takeover, they had like a thing. It's like yo. He's going to win because we're always there for him kind of stuff. So they implied that they're going to come out. Um, but it was an incredible match. Uh, there was a lot of harken backs to everything. Uh, Cole won the first uh, the first thing with the last shot to the back of the head. He gets the first pin. Gargano wins the second one. And then that's when things go crazy. Uh, later on, uh, All Undisputed runs out. 
Now, see, the whole story is like a lot of people got upset because like it's Gargano. I don't know if you know about it. Gargano kicks out of everything, dude. Like mm-hmm. he's unstoppable monster. But in the law, in the big picture, it's fine because Gargano is the ultimate baby face right, right, to right. overcome all the odds to be the best. And you would wonder, where is Gargano's friends? Like when Undisputed comes out, you'd imagine, like, OK, maybe War Raiders are going to come out and stop, right, right, you right. know, Red Dragon. And then someone's going to fight Roddy, like someone who's also like his buddy, too. Uh, but he doesn't because Gargano overcomes them all by himself. So they come to interfere. The ref is like freaking out. He's telling Roddy to stop. And then when that happens, Red Dragon runs in and they fucking do um, whatever the move is. The spinny elbow into the the sweep. Like, yeah, just yeah, take yeah. him out. Uh, and then Cole pins him. I forgot the name of it. Yeah, it's no, like total like it's destruction or okay, something like that. Like choosing the dragon, double dragon. But it's no, not choosing the dragon is the kick to the back of the head brain buster. Right, right, right. Brain buster. That's the thing. I'm like, I know that's Double elimination or ultimate elimination? Or I thought like it was that. just double dragon. Could be. I think it's just called thing. But I, it reminds me of the move from ECW with those guys doing the boom like yeah, the yeah, kick yeah. thing. I think that was like something elimination. Uh, Wait, was that like Saturn Kronos? Was that or wasn't it the uh, the bald guys? Whatever the fucking from ECW man. It's a tag team. Bulldog one, Bulldog two. Okay, yeah, Bulldog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that's what I thought you meant. Pitbull like, one, Pitbull two. I think it's Pitbull. Yeah, because they can't be the Bulldogs. Yeah, yeah, it's British Bulldogs. I think it's Pitbull one. And I think they were ultimate elimination. Maybe my ECW lore is not as up to par as only with certain guys. I'm saving this image of the Miz's father. I'm sorry. The fucking punchy punch? but, but it's the up close ones. So it's not full bodies. The full body one's great. Full body one's amazing. There's one someone took of, of instead of Elias, it was him uh, facing Undertaker on Raw. Like, <laughs> come fight. Yeah, you know, I actually miss that. Like, I, I ran out to get food at that point, and I, I heard about it when I came back, and I was like, Whoa. he does this thing is that whoever's coming out next is a dead man. In my head, I was like, <laughs> Undertaker. And then Andre oh, goes out. I was like, I was like, what? No, it has to be fake. Like, it's got to be someone fucking juking it's the him. The misdirect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then lo and behold, he came out. I, I, when I get to that, I'll get to it. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, but yeah, then he pins him. He kicks out of that. Gargano deals with them all. Like he takes them out one by one, which sets up even more. Gargano's like this big baby face fighting through it. Adam Cole does the fucking what is it? Uh, what's what's Champa's move? The, I don't know the, the names of these moves anymore, bro. Tooth Fairy or something like that. The, the, the weird, it looks plunge. like the the pedigree, but he holds you up and fucking face plants you. Uh-huh. He does his finish on the table. Fucking doesn't break. He does Chompa's finish. He does his old finish, uh, which uh, Cole's old finish is you're standing up. He goes from the middle rope. He jumps, puts your head between his thighs, and then turns it into a fucking um, oh, Canadian, destroyer. Canadian destroyer. It goes boop, boom, boom. It's like Panama City. Something Panama City Plunge. I think that's what it is. <laughs> uh, or Panama right. Sunrise, something like that. But he hits him with that. He doesn't pin him. It looks awesome. He gets him. The craziest moment towards the end is he hits him with two super kicks. The DIY one, the running knee, and mm-hmm. then fucking lash out to the back of the head. And I was like, that's it. You're done. This is like after he's taken so much kicks out of that shit. He goes through everything. And then Gargano hits him at the end with the Gargano, uh, Gargano escape and he fucking pins him. But he goes through everything. He becomes the ultimate baby face. And it made that much better. And my buddy was there, Chris. He said when he was watching that, he's like, you have no idea how. I mean, you could hear the audience flipping out. But being there. Oh, I, how has he not been on the show? Because he's a teacher, so he's not like he's he's usually grading tests and shit like that. Oh, fair. Okay. <laughs> he has like no time during the week. Like I really just text wrestling when he's on break because he talks to me about it. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Um, he said, and according to other people, this is probably the greatest match I've ever seen. Like the best match I've seen in my life. Like 
And according to other people I've read that like in person, this was the craziest match. People were flipping out like in person to watch this happen. Even the last five minutes was the when people got these like the two counts, people were jumping up screaming like he was nuts. And then when he won, it was just greatest moment. Uh, Candace runs out. He's crying, hugging her. He goes with his family in the front row. Uh, her family's there. They're all hugging, stands up with the fans. He goes up to the to the ramp. The little thing comes up, and then Champa walks oh, yeah, out yeah, behind him. That. And then he's like, "He's behind me, isn't he?" And then they they make that moment even better. They all hug, right, right. which you have to suspend a lot of disbelief because this is Candace hated him and wanted to kill him and stuff. Like maybe like two months ago, you know, despised it. He just attacked him because they were going to separate hey, the story. They stole his heat. Whatever. Yeah, I mean, like, yeah, yeah. Gone, man. The, but it's the YouTube did it. The right? thing is, no one cared because it was the three people. Back together, yeah, yeah, yeah. and now they have the title, and they hugged, and it was it was just such a great moment that capped off that incredible fucking match. And like I was talking about before, I and I agreed with this. Uh, Brian, I was from uh, Figure Four. He said, "You mean your alter ego?" <laughs> yeah, sure. He said that, and I said it before too that Gargano is probably the best in the world right now, up there with Okada uh, and Omega, and also. Um, uh, Adam Cole is probably one of the best also wrestlers too. But Gargano has never fucked up any takeover. Every takeover, that guy is like... Like, well, last takeover was fucking incredible. The one before that, it's like, holy shit, this guy. Yeah, I think the, I think the thing... Like, you know, funnily enough, less about Gargano and more about Adam Cole. Like, the first time I saw him, I was like, I don't know, man, this guy's really tiny. Cole? Yeah, because, like, like he's a lean guy. I mean, they're and both like, like what, one sixty? So. Yeah, but for some reason, <laughs> I think the proportions on Gargano make him because he has slightly he's super more defined. No, no, and he has like a wider back. Yeah, like yeah, he yeah. has like more lats and shit. Yeah. Uh, but Adam Cole, like I remember the first few times I saw him, I was like, have trouble really believing it. Like not to the to he's the that skinny Shawn Michaels dude. Yeah, but not to the point of like Zack Saber because him, I still like. Well, that's why I Zach, know he's amazing. Yeah, and you but, know that's why he just does technical shit because he's just a small dude. No, no, but it's also because he looks like a, like a little boy wearing like little briefs and shit. <laughs> I, you can't, but, I couldn't believe him if he did suplexes and shit. I'd be like, yo, calm yeah. this guy down. But Zack Saber's amazing. Uh, but Adam Cole, like until I saw him like perform on a more consistent basis, like in less than Ring of Honor, more while he was doing stuff in New Japan, I was like, I get it. This guy is very good. Yeah, and like you know, f- kind of form and physique and everything. Like, be damned, he's just believable at all of it. Boom. Same with Gargano. But Gargano, like, I had more of a chance to see it, like, when he was just, like, a whatever guy on in the Dusty Classic that first year, and then just... Well, even before that, they were just the rando people that got him and... Or, or that, Champa yes. had that weird-ass dumb music, yeah. and I just knew Champa from him being in PWG, that he was the, the psychopath, and he was good there, and then I Psycho remember that killer. was when, when they started hiring, and that was them, and then Joe got in, and it was just like... I was like, these guys are gonna go nowhere. They're just here to, you know, whatever. And it talks about in their their promo package with him against Adam Cole, like, you know, and he talks about it like I was just signed on there. We had to move here, and then he's been with this company, what I think like six years, something like that now, seven. You know, now he's the champ. And I didn't think I I didn't think he was. I said that he wouldn't win, but after seeing it, I was like I mean, I think he's he's so clearly that champ. Yeah, he needs it. Like not he needs it, it's just like it's his no, story. It yeah, is yeah. finally come. He was going to beat Champa. Like, I definitely feel like this is it. This was him, his story just ending. And maybe the ending would have been the same. Like, they both hug each other at the end. And it's just like, you know, we're back to it. But it's, it's, 
I don't know. I haven't seen such a good baby face story that's gone this long that, holy fuck, this guy. This guy's fucking incredible. But you owe it to yourself to watch it. Everyone owes it to yourself. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, Unlike the other things where I'm like, oh, I'll get to it, and I never do, I'm for sure getting to it. Takeover's like the show. It's like, yeah, just always watch it. I've never been disappointed with any takeover. I mean, I've never been disappointed. I've been, I think I get you, I can, in my head, I can think about like the most matches that I was just like, whatever about, was the Enzo in the fucking shark cage? Was that on? Yeah, yeah. No, it wasn't Enzo. Yeah. It was, um. Oh, no, that was. Authors of Pain guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enzo was on the main roster. Yes, yes, yes. yes. I knew that's kind of what you were referring to. Yes, it was that match against, uh, the TM6. Yes. Yeah, against Authors of Pain. Yes. Where the pipe just drops out. Team 61. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, eh, that was whatever. But the other time, like, they were slowly building up to being incredible fucking shows. But I think that was, like, the first match. And I forgot who even was on that show to begin with. It was old. I don't remember who the champion was. It was probably, like, Bobby Roode or fucking Nakamura or, or Joe. Joe yeah. yeah, around that time. Um. So, yeah. Oh, that was a takeover. That was an incredible show. Uh... To the point that I I like takeovers sometimes I will watch them again because I think they're fucking great. Like I'll just put them on because they're fucking awesome wrestling. And it's just crazy to see how this is such good wrestling. And I know we said it before, and it's like if I was in the main roster, we're like, yo, we gotta have a better match than that. And like you don't. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I I don't know. I don't I doubt you're getting hindered back. I have no idea. I also feel like the camera is so different. There's so many things that feel so different, man. Yeah, yeah, no. NXT definitely feels like a in NXT a they also don't do those different f- and better thing. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. They don't have do done right? like just moving the camera in and out. They do that sometimes, but I don't I don't recall that seeing on the takeover when someone's like doing kicks and shit or fucking those hits, they're not going fucking nuts. Yeah, no. It's fucking interesting. Well, you know, it's it's whatever. It's annoying shit. Did you ever see that? That someone, a fan, filmed from the side. I think it was when um, Drew McIntyre came out and beat someone with a chair multiple times or Seth did. It was just recent. Or Roman. He beat the shit out of him when Roman came back. And it's a fan on the side of the ramp. And he's filming the cameraman. And you can see the cameraman doing squats to catch the camera. It's hysterical to watch. Because it's so it's dumb. them doing zooms. And, you know, going up, down. And the cameraman's going up, down, up, down. He's tilting his arms. And then he starts doing squats real quick to go with it. It's fucking hysterical to watch the cameraman go up, down, up, down, up, down, up, down. That's so dumb. I'll pull it up. But it's it's fucking hysterical. All right. So, WrestleMania. Um, oh, fuck. I didn't pull up the kickoff card. I didn't watch the kickoff, really. Okay, good. No, uh, I was had it on in my car just like to let, listen to the audio because I was driving home. Uh, I just know the Colin Jost thing. I missed the women's. I know. What was it? I don't even know what happened with that. They hit under the ring and then they came out and then they, Braun won it. Braun's really know, lean Braun. now. Like, yeah, he's really, he's he looks lean. like an even less of a guy to fuck with. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and he was always like a giant, massive, like powerlifter dude. Yeah, no, but now, like he, like he came out in the men's rumble with like no top yeah, ones. You can see his no fucking abs and yeah. shit. Yeah, he looks like he's on that big show plan. Scarier fucker. Uh, uh, so yeah, first match: Tony Nese, Buddy Murphy. I hear it was very good. Buddy Murphy, uh, Tony Nese wins. Yeah, I know. I actually watched the two hundred five from this week, and it was fire. Yeah, because I the was audience was going of it. nuts for it, and that match was awesome. The Buddy Me- uh, Buddy Nese, uh, Buddy Nese. Uh, Buddy Nese. Murphy, Tony yeah. Nese match. Awesome match. And since now you had the international crowd, so everyone stayed, it even right, got right. greater. Greater. Uh, then there's the Women's Battle Royal. I know Carmella won it. Which was won by Carmella, which uh, is surprising. Candice and Kyrie were in it for NXT. Yeah. So, uh, we didn't get a can- uh, Kyrie against Asuka like showdown, which would no. be cool. Um, and let me see what else. That was, yeah, it was, it was, yeah, it was kind of like the Jobber Battle Royal this year. Yeah, I mean, it was just there. I just thought there would be more names and there weren't. But probably because other people were doing other shit. 
Uh, the men's battle royal had the weird thing where um, since they were played on USA, uh, the network, if you watch it, they play the Hardys music. The Hardys come out and then their music never ends and everyone's coming out to their music. And it's because there's a commercial going on on USA. So it's oh, just yeah, yeah. constantly playing and you can watch. It's like 10 minutes of bana, bana, bana. And I mean, like, that's that's what to me, that's always the joke of like when someone's coming out on Raw or whatever, but they turn it off. I know, I know, but but like on TV, you're watching it, and that person comes out, oh, and then yeah. they cut to commercial, and the commercial like three minutes, and then they come back to the commercial, and that music's still playing, that person's in the ring, like, yeah, oh, all right, I'm ready to go, I'm ready to go. I'm like, are you, do you expect me to believe that this music's been playing all that time? Well, it doesn't this. If you just watch the pre-show during the, watch it for the men's rumble, and watch the beginning, they play the Hardys, and then it's just constantly playing loudly in the background while the, the panel's talking. Um... I've also, every time we talk about something like that or other shows talk about that, I always, I can't remember if I've ever seen that when we go to the Raw and I've been to Raw twice. And I just, it's never in my head to wait for that moment to watch like someone come out, music turn off, the lights go off, and then it kicks back in. So I think ever, I noticed the last time. If we ever go to Raw or SmackDown, I, I need to make a note to pay attention to watch someone come out. we've skipped the last few. I think the last one was Raw and it wasn't anything special. Yeah, SmackDown didn't come down here. Uh, I mean, we're got NXT in like two months, so that'll be cool. Yeah. Uh, maybe we get to see Koshida, motherfucker. I'm surprised they're coming back so soon. I know. I know. It's crazy. Who and oh, we saw Sky Pirates last time. Oh wait, no, no, I never. There was yeah. no Eo. There was oh, Kyrie. Dakota Kyrie Kai and, and Kyrie. Was it? Yeah, Dakota Kai and Kyrie. Oh yeah, yeah, you're right. Sorry, because it was Candice and uh, Candice in the match also. Yeah, it was Justin Duke, Green Shafir, Candice, Kyrie, Eo, No Shayna, uh, Bianca Belair, uh, Women's Right. That's right, and I think that uh, the, That's, that was the, the girl, the one who comes with Aaliyah. I think Aaliyah was there. I think those were our female matches. But yeah, I can Mar- always just look. That it shit. was Marina and Jessamine versus Dakota Kai and Kyrie. Kyrie didn't do her elbow, which I was very upset about. She did in the rumble. Yeah, and then it was Ricochet, uh, Alistair Black, Undisputed, like all War Raiders. War Raiders, yeah. Uh, Donovan Dijakovic, and then the Indian dude. And then I think that's about Didn't that. we get a Kona Reeves? Yeah, we got Kona Reeves. Kona Reeves. I think it was Kona and Ricochet. Yeah, it was Kona and Ricochet. And then Velveteen versus Tommaso Ciampa. Yes, which yes. was awesome. Which was awesome, too. Yes. And I think we hit Gargano. I don't think... I think Gargano was there. So I assume this year we'll get Kushida, Undisputed again, War Raiders, maybe uh, Keith Lee. Oh, we got Matt Riddle. Matt Riddle was against... Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot who he's against. Uh, oh, the, the this British guy. Yeah, because he had a, he had his match on NXT. Because like he can't tap me out again, and then he came in. Mm-hmm. That's when Matt like just showed up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, we'll probably get Keith Lee, Matt Riddle, maybe Trevor Lee. Uh, no, what's his name? Uh, ACH, who's now in his real mm-hmm. name. Yeah. So you know, there's a lot of people that I want to see that I've never seen before. Yeah, for sure. Kushida would be awesome to watch. Soakley Hathaway, come on, <laughs> that manager. Yeah, manager stuff. And uh, what's his name? Uh, not DJZ. Uh, Robbie, yeah, 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 he's the manager also too, for the two big Indian guys. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Robbie, I don't know why, but Eli, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, apparently he's been bad mouthing. Uh, or so, I saw somebody tweet that they're like, "That's what happens when you bad mouth your company." Uh, Jordan Grace. Yeah, 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 it's, yeah that's right. It's because he talked about not having the match with Tessa Blanchard. I think. Yeah, that he, he didn't said it'd be silly as shit if he did, and it wouldn't be like he said. I'd beat her up. Like, why should we have this kind of match? There's just some thing, and then I don't know what he said about the company, but. They completely fucking fired the dude. Um, uh, yeah. Maybe he'll end up at WWE. I mean, his wife's there. So. Who's his wife? Uh, what's her name? Uh, the, the fucking Monday Night Milf. 
Uh, Alexa Bliss is crony. Mickey James? Yeah. But she was married to Magnus. Or whatever his name is now. Isn't he? No, the guy who got fired is the NWA champion, right? No. Eli Drake was the dude that was... Uh, uh, wasn't he a dude when uh, when uh, Impact posted that video reacting to the the Ultimate Deletion that he was in the elevator? Oh, it is he? Okay, I'm getting confused with Magnus. He kind of looks like Magnus. Nick Aldis. That's Nick Aldis. Yes, yes, the British guy. Yes. Um, you know why? Because they kind of had like, if you look at him, like I don't know, it's big, lean, white dude. Uh, know, they look different hair. to me, but yeah, I, I mean, I kind of get what you're saying. God, I thought it, I thought it was Eli Drake was the NWA champion for a bit. Ah, uh, okay, yeah, that's just married to whatever. Um, yeah, I fucked up everyone. <laughs> uh, so yeah, and then we had the real matches, which the first match was the um, was it the tag match? Uh, no, it was uh, Borkin. Oh yeah, Borkin. Yeah, Bork Laser. Seth. Seth and Bork Laser. Uh, which was an awesome match. It was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. from I what mean, I hear, because it was short. <laughs> oh, you minutes. actually didn't see that match? No. I saw it in like recap clips, but it was just beat the shit out of Seth. Crotch shot. Alexa comes out, beautiful as ever. She starts the show. Hogan comes out. They started. Oh, yeah, I didn't see it. Uh, according to what it was, Hogan didn't know Paul Heyman was going to come out. So his reaction to Paul was legit real. Where he's like, what? Uh, because that was like a last minute kind of thing. Like, we're going to have Paul come out. Paul came out, hyper upset that they're not the main event. So they said, let's fucking do it now. You know, and it, that saved Seth and Brock's match. Because if they did that at like the six hour mark, you could see oh, the crowd yeah, is already yeah. dead, man. The crowd has been dead. I think after the Kofi thing, everything slowly started sliding down. Like yeah, no one started caring for about sure. anything. So them being at that moment, they were hot as fuck. I was too. I was like, oh shit, cool. This match right off the bat. This is gonna I was cool. wondering which was what match was going to kick off the show. I really thought it was going to be like Miz and Shane. I legit thought it was. By the time or the, I got to Miz or and Shane, the tag like, match. Oh, that's right. This match. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be that or the tag because it's the fucking tag, you know. Um, so yeah, it was Bork destroying fucking Seth outside in the ring, probably for like a good three minutes, four minutes, something like that. And then Seth has Brock get pushed into the ref, and then he fucking low blows him, and then he just fucking curb stomp, curb stomp, curb stomp three times, and he pins him. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, that's basically what I saw. That is the match. <laughs> I mean, it was pretty cool. It really put Seth over, like, massively. I mean, Seth won by hitting him in the dick, but what the fuck ever, dude? He fucking cursed him. And I was like, yo, he's going to catch him in F5. I'm like, he's done before. Like, I thought, like, the third one or something, he was just right, going right, to stand right. up and get him. But no, he just fucking, F, he fucking curbs him three times. That's really funny. He did take a gnarly F5 out into the pads, like, out on the floor, you know, so. Yeah, yeah, that was, like, one of the first ones. That was, like, like the first. That was only one like, F5. After he, tackled him out? Yeah, one F5, that's it. Just out in the pads, and then he just German the fuck out of Seth. Like, crazy German. Uh, next was the tag, right? The SmackDown tag match? Nope. <laughs> AJ versus Randy. Okay. Uh, that was all right. You know? It was very crisp, but it was it was, like... I don't know. It was just there. I like. I feel it. like it's clashing styles. No pun intended. I mean, I will say, Randy had really awesome. Like the story was, Randy's going to catch you out of nowhere with his RKO. Mm-hmm. AJ knew it, so AJ was trying to like bait it out. Or every time he'd go for his springboard or everything, he knew it was going to happen. So he kind of waited. He did a lot of cool baiting, uh, baiting maneuvers. Uh, there was a cool one RKO out of nowhere. Uh, he hit him with the four fifty, the springboard four fifty. Uh, he, uh, he got him outside with the, uh, phenomenal forearm and then he did in the ring and I thought he was going to get caught. He does jump up and then Randy goes for the fucking RKO. He grabs him, but he doesn't launch. And then AJ pushes him off and then fucking, uh, phenomenal forearms and pins him, which is fine because AJ should go over anyway, because if Randy went over, it really wouldn't serve a purpose. Yeah. It makes AJ going over the better. Uh, but yeah, it's, 
I will give it like a seven, eight. It's not like it's bad. It's crisp. It's just there, you know, and I love AJ and I like Randy. I mean, that's why it was going to be a super crisp match. You know, wrestling is going to be on point and these guys are going to do what they got to do. Uh, then Miz. Nope. Now it's the day. tags. Uh-huh. Smackdown tag. Yeah. Which is a great match. Oh yeah. We totally skipped the revival versus, uh, Oh, that was a pre-show. Yeah. And, was pre-show. Yeah. Wasn't that bad. It was, it Wasn't was, it? it was wrestled very well. And then they had a really good rematch on Monday Night I Raw. I saw the rematch on Raw. That yeah, was very good, too. That was good, yeah. Yeah. Um, it's nice to see, you know, well, I was Zach just thinking, and, and I think Kurt it's Hawkins. just giving it to them. They were, the moment that they got together, I was like, they're going to beat whoever yeah, to get yeah, their yeah. fucking win. Yeah, yeah, that losing streak was going to yeah, end. Yeah. And it's like, oh, you have to be the revival. And it sucks. Say so, yeah. yeah. Uh, poor guys. <laughs> I hate to see him leave, but we'll see. <laughs> um, so this, this SmackDown match was really good. The tag match, it was really awesome to watch. I only caught little little pieces of it. I mean, it was like, you like spots, you like awesome stuff happening. Fans getting hyper into it. Cesaro does like a million swings on fucking Ricochet. And it was cool to watch because he gets Ricochet and he just, he probably did over 100. It has been a ridiculous <laughs> amount. And then while he was doing it, Sheamus was in the edge of the ring grabbing every guy and doing the fucking, the, the beats of the ballad drum thing. And he just did it to everyone. So it was just going as long as Sheamus could beat everyone's chest. And it was just like, oh my God, Ricochet and him. I just, I was like, I don't know how they don't puke. It's so <laughs> fucking much, man. Uh, but it was really well done. In the end, the Usos fucking uh, uh, double super kicked. Man, who the fuck did they pin? I can't help you there. It's Usos versus Alistair Black and Ricochet. It wasn't them. Uh, Sheamus and Cesaro wasn't them. And I think it was Shin one other. Shane and Rusev? I think it was to Rusev. Yeah, well, whatever. They double super kicked, and then they did the um, the double Uso uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. splash on both ends, and they got the win. The Uso crazy. Uso crazy, yeah. Uso, or at least the former Uso. Uso Penitentiary. Uso gonna lock you up. Uh, but they lost on SmackDown to the Hardys. I know. Surprising. Of all people. The fact that they still look like the Hardys is, like, real heartening for me. But I love the Hardys. When I, I wish they were called the Hardy Boys. These are like grown ass men. Hardy gents. It should just—I mean—it should be called the Hardys. It's just weird to see the Hardy boys. I'm like, yo, look, man, we need to stop all this renaming shit. All right. Well, at least the I fact mean, that Ali is just Ali well, now, and that one came out of nowhere yeah. for me. Well, they hate—they hate names, bro. Uh, who else I just, recently got a name change. I just think the Hardy boys just feel so like it's when the Dudleys came back and they called them the Dudley boys again. They gave them the glass. I'm like, yo, they're way past that as as people. I mean, that's the IP, bro. I know. And that's the whole purpose of that. That's why they pushed it. And I'm just like. It's such a weird fucking thing. They don't need the glasses anymore. <laughs> You're way past fucking Dudley's and glasses. Well, because you also want to bully Ray. Well, yeah, because I feel he's come such a long way with that character. Like, I feel Matt and Jeff have come so long ways that they don't Not need the to be, WWE, and they don't need to be the, WWE, the Hardy Boys. Yeah, but I also think that, like, they Broken just be Matt. The well, they don't need to be Broken Matt. It could yeah, be just yeah. the Hardys, you know? I feel it's such a... I don't know. I don't know. It's such a weird thing. But it's like the same thing with the Young Bucks. And they've made that joke, like, we aren't kids anymore, but we're still called the Young Bucks, you know? We're not technically young bucks anymore. <laughs> All right. Um, so anyway, what was the next match? The Miz and Shane? Uh, yes, I believe so. Sorry. I'm still looking for this gif. Of who? Uh, the one of Walter and Pete Dunn. Oh, powerbombing him? Yeah. Go to a fucking... I'm on TD, but TD, I'm yeah, going, I have yeah. to go back several days. That's very true. Yeah, and he's doing a lot of... And the, there's he a did lot, a lot of, of gifts. Yeah, he did the Ring of Honor stuff, the Joshi matches. Everything. Yes, exactly. I think you can do hashtag uh, maybe Pete Dunn or Walter. We'll see. I'm, I'm already at at takeover. Okay, so. I was gonna say you could probably go. Plus, it, it reloaded on me. Um, yeah, Miz and Shane one. You Miz saw that. Shane. What did you think about that? Um, I mean, you know, whatever. There's some people that really like this match. 
I, I, I don't know, man. I can't say it was bad, but it wasn't good. Like, it was, you know, it was this fucking spectacle. Once I got up to the scaffolding, I was like, oh, I know what's happening. All right. Let's, let's oh, well, I didn't think Shane right. was going to win with his dead body. I didn't think, think he was going to win either. But, I mean, when he won, I was like, all right, fair. I will say, it's because you're on the gifts thing for TD. He said, what in all caps? And it has the gif of Miz hitting Shane with that TV and Shane fucking rocketing himself over the bar into, like, the down area. Like, he, like, gets hit by this TV thing and he goes, woo, and he flies. Like, he jumped. And I was like, What? It was just a lot of Shane doing these really hard potato punches. The best is like he does the punch. God, they're so terrible. He's gonna Shane's gonna kill himself. Uh, Mr. Miz comes in and saves Shane from trying to kill himself by elbow dropping his son on the table. So Shane should be thankful that Mr. Miz stopped him from trying to kill himself. Uh, and then he tells him to get in the ring, and he does that really shitty. Pose. Oh man, when I was watching, I was like, "What is I, happening?" I cracked up too. I was like, "What the fuck am I watching, dude?" And the fact that like Shane repositioned, yeah, his repositioned, hands. and then he like fucking clocked. Potato him, bam! In his stupid potato face, <laughs> and I know it's this moment of like, you fuck my dad up. But Miz is just like, I don't know. It's just really funny to see like Miz, the guy who I've said before, it's like the safest man versus the man who has no care for himself, and just Miz like, I don't know, but babyface Miz, man, people love babyface Miz. Well, yeah, I mean, but I'm gonna say, how can you not have babyface Miz, especially with the TV show of him and his wife and his kid, and like. You can't have a bad guy and have this show like, oh no, for sure, yeah, for sure. we're having fun and haha. It's like if you watch that, you'll love Miz. And I've watched a few episodes. I'm like, this is funny as fuck. Like, why would I hate Miz? He looks like a, just a f- stupid ass guy. And I know it's fucking all rigged and shit, but it's like this is just painting Miz to be just a doofy guy with his wife and kid and yeah, their I, crazy French mother. Who is who is on the Marge train? Who is on the Miz train early? No, but I I don't like Miz. I I look man, he is likable. Fuck fuck what no, you no. say. Like he's not the world's best Miz, wrestler by any stretch. Miz of the gives me awesome promos, but I know in the end the match is not something I want to see. Like he gives me the promo that I want to see the match, but I'm like, fuck no, it's the Miz, and I know it's not going to be. That's the thing. It's not going to be as fire as him fucking being so passionate about what he's got to say. I'd rather watch a Miz match over several other people. Well, yeah, I probably would too. So. I mean, in that regard, like I consider that a win. I know that I'm not getting like the highest work rate quality match ever. He does really bad yes kicks. Oh my god! What I mean, all you know, it 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 all started as like making fun of something, so it doesn't have to be good. You know, like not to say that he could do it better, or that he's doing it worse, like by by design because he's that clever. No, he's not doing but, it worse by design. It's just you know, but I, the peak of his. What I'm saying is, it works still. You know what I mean? Like, he's not actually trying to be Daniel Bryan or emulate Daniel Bryan. It was always a mockery of Daniel I Bryan. know. I wish Miz was as good as his promos. Because then he'd be fucking incredible. Um, I think he's good, man. Like, he's he's a solid guy. You know, he's got... He's got fundamentals. I <laughs> know. I'm not. He's not. I'm he not saying... I'm not look, saying he can dunk. I'm he's not, got fundamentals. Yeah, I'm not comparing him to, like, fucking gender or, you know, some okay. shitty-ass shit. Yeah, but he's, you would shit on him so much. I will shit on him because he's just the fucking Miz. It's like I'm going to shit on the fucking Iconics when I get to them, dude. <laughs> what do we got fucking next? The Iconics? <laughs> no, I know. It's not you that. Right, it's oh, it is? Oh, my God. Hold on. The Year of Our Lord 2019. Woo! Hit that Iconics pose. Oh, my God. This is like Carmelo oh, winning the belt, dude. Iconic. I just keep them on the mic. Keep them away from my belt. Actually, let me remember to put their music this week. God, I hope... Paige said on SmackDown that she's going to bring someone that they've never... Yeah, you wanted to be Sky Pirates. I, I feel it's going to be. Who? What are the fucking tag team is she's going to bring out of nowhere? No, There's none because we've oh, seen no, them no. All. Trust me. I saw. I thought the same thing. I was like, if it's fucking Sky 
because they're going to call up women. Yeah. But like last time it was Mandy and I mean, Sonya Deville. Yeah, but they, they were already on another show. These girls were like, they? They were from Raw. She pulled them over. No, no, they showed up with Paige when Paige returned. Okay, okay but on the, Raw. Right, right. Okay. What girls can we get to be pulled to SmackDown that, that they haven't wrestled? There are no female tag teams. This is it. We saw them all in that four way and then Carmella and Naomi. No, 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 no. I, I know it's gonna be collops. Yes. But what other like collops gonna be that aren't the Sky Pirates? <laughs> Marina, Jessamine Duke. No, it's not gonna be that. <laughs> Uh, that's it and you can't get Shayna because she's a champ I would yeah, have said yeah, Shayna yeah. and one of the other girls and I don't even know who's on no because the female tag team is Candice Candice and Dakota but her legs busted up if, Dakota and Tegan if Dakota wasn't busting her leg yeah. and Tegan wasn't busting hers you could have brought them both up Tony Storm it'd have to be Tony Storm and someone else someone fucking awesome just like Tony Rhea Ripley I mean, you could, but then that's pulling them away from NXT UK, even though they're doing a shakeup and they can get anyone from anywhere. Yeah, man. Besides, like... Uh, Tony's fucking awesome. Tony Storm and Rhea Ripley... Well, Rhea Ripley, isn't she on normal NXT? No, they've they've completely moved into UKs. Have they? Because I think they still live here. Like in the States. Here. Well, Tony's always on NXT UK. I know. I know she is. Is she their champ right now? I'm, I don't know. I mean, she could come over. I think she was, because Rhea Ripley was the first... Rhea Ripley was the champ, and then she beat Tony, and I think Tony beat her for it again. I think so. On the lax NXT UK takeover, be Killer Kelly. <laughs> Killer Kelly's not bad. No, she's not. No, actually, I, like I don't. It's I don't just how like Killer Kelly, but you know, she yeah. Did, she it's did. just how the page spoke of it. It yeah. makes it sound like no. Yeah, it, the like, only you're gonna be impressed. Yeah, the only great female tag team we have besides like Sasha and Bailey yeah. are like the legit ones. Io and Kyrie. It's Sasha who left Bailey out to dry and get. Fucking pwned by hard by the goddess. Like, <laughs> I'm on that court. You know that, tip, bro. Uh, <laughs> goddess life. Um. So yeah, there. There's that. That match. That was a whoo match. Was a I mean, look, it was a fine tag team match. It was gonna be a hot mess the whole time. I, I told you, yeah, yeah. Uh, because it's starting with Nia Tamina. That's Woo. hot mess city. Woo. Uh. <laughs> The fuck who else was in this? Uh, Natalia and Beth. Oh, okay. They, you know, they they were fine. I can't tell what they you have to do. Anything from this match? Like I don't remember shit. It wasn't that much except the finish, which it was, was a lot of Gaga, if it, you will. Yeah, I just remember the finish of someone doing their finish, and then I think Billy, yeah, Beth, and then Billy pushes her out, or no, the elbow pushes her. her out, and Billy gets a cover. Yeah. Oh, hey, bro, heels. Heels win. I know. It's just like of all the teams, it's also the best way to have the Iconics win in a cheap bullshit way because they're a cheap bullshit like comedy team and then on smackdown to pull out some random ass like indie jobber tag team whatever i mean you know it is what it is man what about their moment uh, iconic it's exactly pose with me all right <laughs> why you gotta you posed I, I posed my my mind my favorite was just that one text message <laughs> Yeah, my other buddy did that. Chris did that to me too. And I texted him. What you got, bro? I, I don't know what you hate on the iconics. I texted him. It's my whole thing. I texted him, I hate you. Or fuck you before he even said anything to me. And then you said, I hate you, kill me. <laughs> but, no, you said I hate you. Okay, yeah. yeah. Well, I said, fuck you to him. But both at the same time, I get, ha 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 ha. And I was like, <laughs> I was because I told him, watch them win. And he's like, yo, they're going to win. And then you're like, uh, you didn't say shit. And you just went on all caps. The moment they won, I was like, well, it was either you were watching and you knew exactly why I was laughing. I knew you exactly. weren't watching. Yeah. And I was about to tell you. No, I knew exactly why I was laughing. I was like, oh, there it is. Uh, whatever. That match. Uh, what's the next match? Uh, the next match is the uh, Kofi uh, D. Bry match. I think this was obviously the best match on the card. Greatest feeling. 
Great feeling. Yeah, so and after... I really almost want to not give the best match on the card because I, I liked I liked the, the triple threat at the end a lot, but this was by far the best. Yes. Match on the card. Um, I feel I after this match, so everything kind of slowly went downhill. Well, there was a lot of garbage after this. It match. was still like what we had like whole, three, like four hours, hours ago, something like that. Like we had seven That'd matches still. Insane. Yeah, we had seven matches still. It was an awesome match, and it's an awesome match that you could tell an awesome match. Landstorm said it that who'd have thought that you could give an awesome match. Storytelling wise, just through a regular wrestling match. Like, yeah. there's nothing crazy about this. No, nothing at all. It was Daniel no out wrestling spots. Kofi like a boss, like what Daniel should be doing, showing and that Kofi, you have nothing. Like, enduring and finding a way out of it as best as he could. Yes. Kofi, in the end, a couple he, of times in those LaBelle locks, I was like, oh, no, no, no. There's that one where he bends his arm and he has yeah. to stand up through it. And I was like, oh my God, you're I was also up. shocked that they made this a feel good mania. Yeah, all the babyfaces won, dude. It was weird. I was, what, was, won. what was I listening? Well, well they every, won all belts. Right, right, right. Every critical babyfaces won. Yeah, the main three heavyweight champion belts in the yeah, field. Yeah, all the singles belts. Yes. Well, well, yes. The yes. The, the main singles titles. Yes. The um, three main ones. It was weird though. What was I listening to? I think it was the the Mass Man show or something, and they were talking about how once Seth won the Universal title, that whoever was saying it knew that Kofi was winning and Becky was winning. I'm like, I, I would have never gotten that. There was a weird bingo thing that had a picture of all three of them. Because they could have swerved hard. Up. Like, I was waiting for a swerve. Becky was the only one that I felt that I knew was going to win. They've been yes. building that up for so long. And for them to not give you Becky, that's welcome to shit thrown in the ring. Yeah. Or close your wrestling out with the worst fucking ending. Um, Kofi was yeah. another one. It's like, maybe they could do it. Or they're just doing it to put him there. Right. But Becky was the the solid. Like, And my buddy asked me, some guy who comes to my work. He's like, who do you think is going to win, Brock or Seth? I'm like, dude, Brock is the unknown unknown. Because yeah, it's either we talked like, about it last week? yeah, it's like he's either gonna stick around. So I don't know fucking know. Every time we think that he's gonna lose, he fucking wins because contract, and he finally lost. But I know he's sticking around. But it's like holy fuck. I don't know, man. He he went home. He's not booked on anything. And he's not gonna be booked. To, I bet you the till, closest thing he is. I bet booked you it's Saudi on, Arabia. Right? No, not even on that. The next thing that he has any booking for is uh, versus slow. Daniel Cormier. No, no, no. UFC. Oh wow. No WWE bookings, no appearances, no anything. I wonder, I wonder if they're just going to hold it close to chest and then him just going to show up at fucking... I mean, I assume that he... I, I'm very, very certain he's not done with WWE, but like he'll probably take a good amount of time away. He'll probably show up for at the like first... three years with this shit. Yeah, he'll probably show up at the first big event, like a SummerSlam or Rumble or something. Yeah, or, or Mania. Or, or Survivor. Or right after Mania. Yeah, or a Mania thing. It'll be either going to be SummerSlam, Rumble, Survivor Series, or Mania. One of those kind of things. Money in the Bank. No, that's not big enough. I mean, you could. You could just, I mean, fucking Undertaker showed up at all. Um, randomly, of all things. Um, so then, I think it was great. Kofi wins with the, he does the same stomps that Daniel Bryan does. Daniel Bryan slowly gets up and he does the Trouble in Paradise. And he, one, two, threes. It had such a great feel-good ending, just like their Gargano match, where his whole family comes out. I think Xavier Woods, he looked like he was crying, and I was watching to see if he was legit crying during that. Well, you know, you know, the most interesting thing, it was on on SmackDown more than Raw. You know, they've been doing this whole like celebration thing. Yes. And uh, it was the fact that like it finally resonated with me that I'm like, oh, yeah, he's the first like pure black champion, African born champion. Yes. Not even African born, just like, you know, because I mean, Roman is half white. The Rock is half white and people find a way to discount Uh, that. Samoans are. No, no, no. I think uh, Rock Rock is is Samoan black. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah. Well, isn't his mom? No, yeah, his, his mom, mom is Samoan. Samoan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. His father is uh, the black. Right, right, right. Uh, but Roman is also like German. I think. I think Roman's German. mother is like a white woman. Yeah, she was yeah, in the, yeah. the twenty four. Yeah, she's like German, and he and his dad is Samoan or some shit like that. Yeah. Uh, I was say his dad's Rikishi, but I was like, no, that's a uh, 
Um, so, but for some reason, they find a way to discount that. Yeah. Right. Uh, so for it to be Kofi and that, like, I just, I didn't think of it. Like, I was really enraptured in the storytelling of it all. Yeah. And to be like, That's you know, like too. the underdog won and, and, you know, he, he was Daniel Bryan in this situation. It was great. And I was like, oh yeah, the first black champion thing is also, cause it was when the new day mentioned that they wanted to change the culture of the, of the title picture and all that other, the lineage of the title. And I was just like, oh shit. I forgot that the, the, the moment has that much more impact to a lot of wrestling fans. Well, yeah, and that's why I saw like a thing of like it's how like with you know Black Panther was a big thing for you know black community to have this movie that you actually have a main character as a superhero and he's not getting shit kicked and he is a black superhero. And that's why with like Kofi with a lot of black uh, people using I saw like a compilation of all these people like flipping out and I saw the one with um what's his name? Fucking the guy from WWE and TNA that's from Miami, 305 guy, um, MVP. MVP. It was him next to uh, Shad from Crime Gaspar. Time. Yeah, and MVP was crying while he was watching it or something like that. Well, you know, the thing about it is also he didn't like flip out. He just really smiled and he started crying. Like, it's the fact that, happy. like, uh, it was not done in a way that was really pandering. No, like it was aspirational and not done in a way that seemed overly heavy handed. Well, there was it a time like, I thought it was going to bring that here, out. Here, everyone, here's what you be satiated. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it felt like the story that they told, like, although they kind of sprinkled in elements of like that as, yeah, as they were like, bringing the, them down. The man was right, bringing the, him right. The oppression, oppression part yeah. of the angle, like that wasn't, it didn't feel like, like it, I want to say cheapened because that wouldn't necessarily be it, but it didn't feel like, you know, it was just pandering to an audience, especially considering that like, <clears throat> there's so much of like the black community, the urban community, whatever the fuck you want to call it, that like are big wrestling fans. Yeah. You know what I mean? And to like discount that or do whatever is a disservice. So like it was, I don't know, man, as a fan of all that kind of stuff, like obviously it doesn't resonate with me in a direct corollary way, but like it was, it was nice to see and, and have that acknowledgement come secondary. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I didn't, I didn't look at it like that. I looked at it like this awesome underdog and it was great. It's like when we talked about on the other podcasts about like black Panther, it's like, man, I wish I had that bigger feeling to understand. Like, right. Wow. Like, right. And I did I feel that. I was like, why, I understood right. it. And it's a great feeling to know that it really empowers other people. And then after the fact, when I watched people like really get empowered, I was like, oh yeah, it had this other connotation to it besides like me getting into it. Cause it was a big underdog story. It was like, oh yes, it means a lot. Like he is, and it said like first African born like champion, you know, stuff. It's like, holy fuck. I really never thought about that. You know, I was like, you know, that really makes a huge thing. And it's like, I hope he's not this transitional dude. And I hope it's not the big fear is that he's, they didn't put this belt on him just because Daniel didn't want to go to Saudi Arabia, which he's not going to. Right. right, right. Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, that was the thing for me also. It was just like, not only is the first like black champion, but he's from Ghana. So it is like the whole Africa. And like all those came, like all those thoughts came in after. And I don't know if it's one of those. That's what like, happened to me too. I was like, oh, yeah, man. I'm not as connected to that thing because it's just not my like descendancy. But it was nice to actually like have that. And again, acknowledge for like all the people that it, it merits like a level of importance. It was just like, yeah, man, go everybody. <laughs> yeah. You know, it was a big thing, uh, especially then his family comes out. You know, him, his kid holding the belt was such a great moment. Like, that was such a awesome feel-good moment, having yeah. the champ, having the person who wins the belt, like, really fucking flip out about it. You know, you have people that win the belt, and they're like, yeah, and it's, but, like, having 
all the fanfare and then them coming and giving him the belt and his right, right. wife comes out and his kid holds up the belt like on the top rope. You know, all those moments are like awesome to feel good. Oh, and, like and it's such a good feeling. Having Biggie and Woods there also really helps. I think Woods legit. I mean, like I said, I, he was crying. But I, I don't doubt it, like, man. Like they've sincerely been pushing this like on every platform that they have just to be like, you know, those moments where you can tell that somebody is just like talking to you in a very real way mm-hmm. just to be like, no, we're going to make this happen. I always thought we've talked about before. We always thought that Big E was the one who was going to get the bill because he's the big dude. And I yeah. thought he'd go for it. I mean, either way, but it's just like, you know, uh, it's it's a good feel good. Happy moment. If that was like the final match and this was like the end of Mania, it would been like such a really nice closeout. You know, it was it was really good. Uh, and then that's when after everything started slowing down, I'm like, oh, this is a long show now. And none of these matches afterwards, I was just like, yeah, yeah, let's go. I just wanted that main event so I can really see what happens or be blown out my mind. So what was the next match arena? Uh, it was Joe and Ray, which lasted like less than a minute. It was under six seconds. It was, I guess, Ray's, like I asked you, it's Ray's injury is really, yeah. I guess it was, he couldn't. Yeah, they're like, he's clear to go, but obviously they didn't want it's probably to worse than Yeah, what it yeah. was. Uh, it fucking sucks for Ray. It just makes Joe a monster, but who, buddy? Ray came out of that mysterious costume, which is awesome to look at. And then he fucking gets chucked in a second. That's why I t- text you that, who, boy? You know, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. That's really funny. That fucking thing. That f- I, whatever. And as I was like, yeah, I guess his injury was way worse than it needed to be. Or they were just playing it really safe. Yeah. Either way, it's because of the injury. I mean, for somebody who does as much like aerial flippy shit, if you have an ankle injury, like, you know, yeah. the last thing you want to do is make I will say worse. it does suck that this is the shit that's happened to Ray in WWE. Now he got signed. He's really, I think he's been very much barring this injury. I think he's been underutilized a lot. His matches with Andrade were awesome, but it's like, he's been going nowhere. I just really feel that they hired him because they didn't want new Japan to have him, which understandable, but or AEW. well, this was before I know, the whole I know, AEW things and he was doing that new Japan match and then he was gone and it's a damn shame, you know, you should have had that Andrade versus Rey Mysterio match at Mania. They built I mean, up they for so long. They could probably still get to it next year, but they yeah. could. But like they've had this like multiple matches, and you don't have a blow up. But then what if his leg was fucked up, and you couldn't have done it anyway? Yeah. And that fucking sucks. But whatever, it gets my boy Joe to fucking destroy a legend, which is cool, you know. And Joe on the mic on SmackDown was fucking awesome. Even him like hard eyeballing Braun when he came out, and he jumped up on him and choked him, which was yeah, always really yeah. cool. Because it's like, oh, Braun's gonna kill uh, Joe, and he's gonna run away. But he choked him, and then Braun got him off, and then Joe got out there. And I was like... I know, you kind of missed that power slam. He did. But at least Joe got a choke on him. And I was like, oh, that's a good cookie the clutch. That was good. Cookie the clutch, bro. <laughs> that hard CC. Uh, then the next match... I, I don't know if I skipped this or not. It was Roman and Drew. I don't remember how this ended. Uh, Roman. Uh, I forgot what it was. It didn't go as long as it I think we to stopped be. to go to a rest stop when this match was on. It, it didn't go that long. Ten minutes. It's a damn shame because I think we talked about last time that if it was any other time in Roman's career and he didn't just come back from leukemia or whatever, uh, Drew should have won. I think it would have worked better for Drew. Drew's on this big monster push. Drew's awesome. Uh, During the match, uh, from what I've uh, heard also from Wrestling Observer and stuff, is that people were saying that Roman is getting booed in the audience, but they weren't. According to Brian Alvarez, who was there, there was uh, a wave going and people were booing at the people that mm. were stopping the wave, like wouldn't do it. And if you watch the match, the boo cheers weren't in correlation to anything that was happening. Right, right, match. right. So no one was giving a shit what was happening in that match. I just saw the Walter thing. With a powerbomb off the top yeah. row? Yeah. 
It's gnarly. Yes, it is gnarly. When that happened, I was eating dinner. I was like, oh, and I was like watching it on TV. My dad goes, what? And I was like, oh, that power buff. <laughs> uh, the chops are cool, too. If there's gifts in which I assume they're all are. Uh, then the next match was uh, Trips and Batista. Uh, I mean, I've nice. been wanting to see that match. I he did the, I told you, he came yeah. out and did the shot. But guns. it took him a minute because he just like came out of the of the like SUV and was just like walking out. Then like halfway down the ramp was just like, and I did all the, <laughs> I was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, he did the thing. He also, no, but I meant the Triple H entrance, which was fucking the Mad Max one. Yeah. Uh, Batista ate it on the ropes too. Did he? Yeah. You didn't notice that? They caught that on camera. You can watch the GIF if you find it. It's going to probably be I'm a Benjamin. But... He goes so quick up the steps. He climbs in the ring. I don't know what fucking happened. He's just old. His one foot was still outside the ropes. He got caught and he fucking woo just fucking fell into that ring. And he noticed it and he said something to the ref and he got out and he circled the ring and came back in. Poor Badizzi fucking ate it. Like he fucking did. I mean, look, honestly, like we were talking about it before. That was like the blow up match of the century. But uh, I mean, I thought that for somebody who hasn't wrestled in a few years, I think like 16, 16 or something. Oh, sorry. Yeah, yeah, no, 14? It's fucking ridiculously long, dude. Jesus Christ, yeah. Uh, Not bad. Yeah, I mean, the whole match of Smoke and Mirrors was just them using weapons. Yeah, yeah. And I went to Triple H did a creative way of using the weapons at the beginning. Yeah, yeah. Bending your finger back with the pliers and stamping yeah, on it. The whole pulling the nose, the nose ring, ring yeah. which I was like, oh, they're just going to pretend he took it out. Oh, he took it out. <laughs> we had to cover it with that other hand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that was gnarly as fuck, and it was just that top zoom. Ah! But I was like, yo, oh, stop that shit. I know it's just whatever. I know it was it was already popped out, but yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. like, oh fuck. <laughs> it sucked to watch that shit. Cause I was like, oh, he's gonna cover up and then Triple H held it up. I was like, yeah, what the fuck? Uh and he's legit bleeding, and I thought it was funny. Outside of that, yeah, it was just two was old just, guys yeah. fucking the the problem with that match is it went way too long. Yes. In that time period. Well, that happens with a lot of those Triple H matches. 24 minutes, bro. The, Almost 25. The thing is, though, usually they're not at, like, the six-hour mark of this fucking yeah, yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that one with, Ro- was it with Roman, the one that he had the, the crazy, like, Steph on the car intro and all that other, or the on the bike. I think it was, like, middle of the show. No, that wasn't. Where Roman was spears like, her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it? Not Triple H spears her, I think. Roman moves out of the way. I know that's the one where Steph that's flies where to the she, table. Where she comes out in the leathers yeah, and all the super shit. sexy Steph. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like second to last match or some shit like that. It was the Mania after Sting. It was the next. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was like third match on the card, him and Sting. Was it? Him and Sting, it was still Oh, no, no, that was Sting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think this, Yeah, that was Terminator Trips. Yeah, and this was a nighttime one. Terminator Trips. But I don't think it was like towards the end of the night. This was just like, I think there was one more segment before the main event. So we were already at like 1130. Yeah, no, like, this was long. I was looking at the time because, again, in the drive down, I was like, fuck, this show is still going. And I thought hours, there was dude. I thought there was just like one more match. It each was a time. two day long WrestleMania. It's crazy. It went into 1230. Uh, and I, I just kept thinking like, all right, next match is a women's match. because It's all I want to watch by this point. Uh, and there was fucking two more matches that I completely forgot about. There was Kurt Angle, Barry Corbin. At least that went like match. two seconds. Six minutes. Six minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then Finn Balor and Bobby Lashley, which I was like, oh my Forgot god, about that, make dude. it end. And that went long. That went quick too. Also, uh, but yeah, this four Batista, minutes. This Batista match. I mean, they had cool moments, but I was telling Rocky off the air. I when I was watching it, I really thought Big Dave was fucking blown a big time. I, I mean, Triple H too. They both they both moved very slow. It is. You know, uh, I mean, Triple H was coming off a fucking massive injury anyway, but they move very slow. Was it was it on on Observer Live that somebody was just like he's avoided like four or five career ending injuries? 
Uh, both his fucking quads blew in one match. Yeah, but he blew one. He blew one he in the original one, one back before, in the day, right. and then he came then back he and both. blew the next one. Yeah. Then he ripped his pec, and uh, has he had a bicep tear also in one of those? No, it was his. The pec was. I think it's just both quads, which should have just paralyzed him. Because he did the whole like twenty four minutes with one blown quad, which is fucking ridiculous. That, was a that must have been ben like Wallen, right? putting bamboo shoots under your nails. Like that must have That's been. Insane. That must have been feeling like the worst. Yeah, it was the whole. That was a triple threat thing. No, no, I thought it was a tag match where he blew up both of them. I thought it, it was, was him and Austin versus Benoit and Jericho. Oh, I thought it was all three of them. The the Jericho Benoit Triple H match for the. That might have been one of them. But yeah, he came in. I remember that slide thing, and he fucked up. And then yeah. Uh, that's ridiculous. But yeah, he they were both slow. They felt like they were moving on water. There's no one Batista was like laying on the table. They were just fucking like it felt like they're gassed. And it's just old dudes. Batista looks in incredible shape for his like fucking what, forty nine years old? Yeah. And I think and, and someone who doesn't need to, he doesn't wrestle anymore. No, so like, Triple H is fifty now, I think. Uh or the or he's forty nine and Batista's forty eight. They both look awesome for their fucking age. Um but it ended with the uh, Batista gets the original sledgehammer, then Ric Flair comes in. Yeah, that was weird. Uh, got a massive pop. Well, because it's Batista fucked over Ric Flair. Yeah, no, I know and why. And so Ric Flair but... came in, gave him his, the sledgehammer that was also underneath the ring, and he popped him with him, and then he pedigreed him. There was that gnarly fucking powerbomb onto the steps that Batista, like, bounced off on into the oh, ring. Oh, my God, yeah. Went bang, is... boom. And I was like, oh, I was my like, God. Oh, they killed him. <laughs> I was like, oh, your fucking movie career. Like, there was a moment that something happened to Batista. I was like, oh, my God, you're going to fucking eat it really badly, dude. Because they were like, they tried to do that. The, he did the fucking Batista bomb onto that other table, the announcer table. They didn't break. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah, they didn't break. Yeah, there was a lot of unbroken tables. Uh, and then Triple H broke it with, I think, what it, I forgot what he did to him. I think he power, uh, pedigreed him or something. Did he? I know they broke a table. Yeah, they did. I thought he backed body drop one, though. No, because no, Batista did the power bomb and it didn't break or something. Yeah, and then yeah, I think yeah. Triple H caught him and did his move onto it. No, but it was onto the third table. Onto the third table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember. Um, then the next match was, well, I think we had the Elias segment, didn't we? With, uh, Dr. Oh, Economics. Oh, I don't fucking know. Oh, I don't know, but that was awesome. That was the only moment that I was like, oh, yeah. Like, they had that weird Beirut thing. I was like, I was like, yeah, what the fuck is going on? Awesome. I was like, is this someone that, that they pulled from the Indies that they never told anyone? Like, I was like, I was really trying to be like, oh shit, who the fuck is I was just like, is why is this video sub- going on for so long? Because that's what I thought. I was like, someone's going to surprise us. This is going to be fucking crazy. Beirut's coming in. I was like, who the fuck could this be? Like... And because the whole thing was like, we're not like, why would you waste John Cena on Elias? It's like, this is fucking weird. And it's just. I love the doctor. And the doctor, <laughs> the word life music came out. John Cena looks 20 years older with the hat on without showing his dumbass uh, younger. Without okay, his, I was like, I'm sorry. Without showing prime his, Cena. his dad dumbass haircut, he uh, looks like a young JBL dude. JBL haircut? Yeah, which JBL was in the next thing. When he came out, I was like, oh, look, John Cena's here. Like when he's like on the announcer, I was like, ah, oh, you're clone. I wish someone brought that up. Yeah, <laughs> you were just in a match, John. <laughs> like Corey Gray should have said that. But yeah, the, he said some funny shit and then he hit him with the FU. And then the original five knuckle shuffle when it got him the fuck out there. And that was that was fine. Uh Dr. Thugonomics. Muy bueno. Uh let me see. What then else. it was the Oh, that was the triple threat. Well, yeah, we have well, the, we can skip the other ones, man. Nothing of consequence happened. I mean, I love Finn's entrance. Yeah, Him sure. coming down a thing, the fucking yeah. demon thing. Yeah. I mean his entrance is awesome. No, it was, it was. But I mean, you know, that's the demon entrance. You've seen it a bunch of times. I love the demon entrance. Fuck you, dude. No, so do I. I Hasn't been too, around for a long time. I don't know, the makeup was kind of like lacking a little bit. The weird tongue thing was weird. Ah, 
<laughs> that's the only thing. And he has the the WrestleMania Starburst nonsense thing. Yeah, yeah the, the the and then and Central then Liberty Bobby Roode had those dark the white the Sith Jedi eyes. <laughs> I think they were green. They were like fucking. Were they? Hey, they he was like the white. demon killer again. I was watching on my phone. Uh, whatever. Uh, and then okay, the triple threat. Yeah, I expected a lot more from this match. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I liked it, but it, it felt a little sloppy at the beginning. It didn't feel like the match that you'd imagine that they probably like in another world would have had like some crazy blow away. Like, I mean, I assume that this got cut short a little bit too, even though uh, it had that fucking 21 minutes, but it probably could have gone longer. Uh, I feel like this was the time to, I mean, Becky is, is supposed to be stone cold and this could have been the real time to make her like stone cold, just like destroy these girls and just, you know, and be stone cold Steve Austin, just like, I know. not take shit and fucking, yeah, yeah. yeah. Power through a lot of stuff. and But I mean, at the same time, you also have to, like, you have to juxtapose her against Ronda. I know, but they could have, like, just to, I don't know, you know what I mean. Like, you know, we just her, can't have, I don't think you can have her just beat the shit out of Ronda because then you hurt the Ronda cred- credibility that you been building up that whole time. You do. So it's easier to have her fighting from below, you know, than, than to just, I don't know, man, be, uh, I wanted to be Stone Cold and Badass. Yeah, I just wanted to be Stone Cold Steve Austin. And just I think, I think if anything, let's like, go. now that stunned someone, <laughs> now that she's Becky Two Belts, uh, and she does that with Lacey Evans, just beats the brakes off of Lacey Evans. I hope the Becky Two Belts joke is the joke too when Dean had those two belts when he pulled that belt off. Remember that? <laughs> the second belt because yeah, it was yes. good old Dean Two Belts Ambrose. <laughs> I really wanted that to be called Becky Two Belts. <laughs> like Dean Two Belts Ambrose. That was great. Uh, the ending, I don't care about the weird ass pin that Rhonda fucked up because that I was don't know, the man. pin. Who knows? Who knows what the actual purpose of that pin was? Well, that was the finish. It wasn't like they were supposed to do a weird thing. Yeah, yeah. It's just Rhonda's shoulder was up. Yeah, yeah. But it's it's whether it was ambiguous on purpose or Rhonda can just be like, you didn't beat me. The like, one, you beat me by, it was a fluke. Could you, well, that shit. Once it, once it happened and they were really pointing it out, I was like, okay. I feel like that's what I was saying before that this could be their, like, get her final match with her against Rhonda for, like, single. Thing is, though, I wish that's not the finish. I really feel that she should have taken out. Like, at least do her finish or disarm her on Ronda. I feel like the weird crucifix roll-up is just so, like, for this kind of match, like, for a big thing. Oh, man. It, like, I get it, and I get when wrestling fans like, get give like it that, that about it. You know, you that final, like, boom. Like, it would be Stone Cold, not stunning like Rock, but, like, putting him in the texture Cloverleaf, and he beats him like that. I'd be like, I wish you stunned him and then pinned him, you know? Yeah, but I think, like, you had that with Kofi. And you Kofi did. Kofi hit him with his finish and beat Daniel Bryan. I just you feel that I mean? roll-up like, is so cheap. It's a, not, not cheap, you know what I mean? But it's like a... It was a crucifix, not roll-up. A crucifix. But it was from her fucking weird yeah, Piper's yeah. pit. It was a, a counter. I know. It's just such a weird... Uh, for a main event WrestleMania thing, I wish that wasn't the finish. Like a well, crucifix like I said, roll-up. I, I really think that if, if let's say, right, hypothetically speaking, yes. the race shoulder was by design, uh-huh. then, you know, it kind of throws everything into question. It, you know, from a legitimate standpoint, because people saw that her shoulder was up. Yes. You know, and then, yeah, you, you work that into a storyline. It doesn't help that Ronda got injured and is going to be out because she was supposed to be on Raw and then wasn't. And I think Charlotte. She, she was supposed to be on huh? So is Charlotte, which is weird. Yeah. Yeah, but she's like the less important one. Yeah, Ronda was supposed to be there, yes. Ronda was supposed to be there, and then she went to see the local medical facility uh, and then went home. But I'm pretty sure that, like... Eight, from what I understand, right from Wrestling Observer, she was meant to take a break either way. Yeah, she was. But she was to. supposed to at least be on Raw, I guess, to continue, finish, set up the next phase of like their storyline, like to be continued. 
you know, and since that didn't happen, it leaves it feeling very ambiguous and very like, mm, yeah, I don't know what's up with that. Because that's what the best part about Raw is the night after Mania that there's like consequences of things that happened and either like it creates a new jumping off point or it brings like real finality to it. You know, so mm, there's a victim of circumstance, I think. Yeah, I, I think the match is good. You know, could have been better, could have been worse. Yeah, I felt like it should have been. I think it lived up to the main event, but there was a lot of burnout by that point. Well, that's why. Like a lot of in that because you're watching it too, and a lot of the audience wasn't really going crazy for certain moments, and you feed off that kind of energy. So everyone's like, "You're dead." You're listening to people not be dead only for certain moments, and I was just waiting for those moments for the crowd to really get into it. So then I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, let's go, let's go, let's fucking get into it." Because I understand those like you get caught up in that. That scene is just like, I'm dead. I'm laying in my bed watching this now, 12 o'clock, and I start getting really tired because there's, it's just like listening to the announcers talk and nothing yeah, really yeah, going yeah. crazy. And that's why I was like, man, I really wanted something crazy. The, they're, the Charlotte Thin Woman who couldn't go through the table, which kind of sucked, so it kind of just bent. Well, yeah, it bent also, and she had to roll out and sell the, the fucking bent table. Yeah. like, ah, destroyed her. And she also hit it low. Yeah. So it didn't help. Uh, they are small girls trying to go. These well, I mean, Charlotte too. being the biggest of all of them, yeah. like, she would have the most success breaking that table. But I think also the the trajectory trajectory and angle didn't help either. Yeah, so it didn't give it that full impact of like, oh shit, now she's out. It was just ah, I bent it. Fuck, I'm out of here. You know, uh, I am the table. Uh, you know, it's coming. Someone yelled that. In, of course uh, they did. And take over when the table didn't break. I forget what moment because Chris said that when the table didn't break during the Nicole thing, someone yelled him behind. I am the table. And I was like. Gotcha. <laughs> I watch a lot of YouTube. Um, but yeah, overall, the beginning of Mania up until the Kofi stuff was very good. After that, it was just like, holy shit, let's go, dude. I mean, I'd say we this have was... this segment where you're you're coming out, Alexa, to tell about the fucking how many people in this audience yeah. at like the five and hour, 30 minute marks. Like, who gives a shit? Just go, man. On a pass, I have like fail seven system? matches on a pass fail system. I give this one a pass. Uh huh. Overall. But yeah, like there, there are definite slow and weak moments where it's yeah, just it's like, like just go, dude. I forgot we saw the IC belt. My and Chris texted me that it's like oh, with the IC. I was like, oh my god, we're already like eleven thirty. Yeah, <laughs> that means we got like five matches to go. And then I know the Elias segment is coming because I knew it's like the Elias is coming up, and John has to have something that's coming up too. Yeah. Uh, and then let's quickly wrap up since we've been going a little long. Yeah. Uh, as far as as Raw and SmackDown, I I'm sad they were so kind of uneventful. It's because of the Undertaker we were, thing. Yeah. We we're talking about it. The, the shake up is next week. That's when we'll get all the crazy shit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the only I, thing that big was uh fucking uh, Undertaker. Undertaker showing up on Raw randomly, and I was gonna say that he actually that is the best looking Undertaker I've seen in a long time. He didn't stumble around. He got a good choke slam. It got a good big boot. It was very well done. And then that tombstone was really crisp. That was that. Unlike, that's, all you, that's all you can. Unlike, I mean, for. we still haven't seen, and I'm not going to watch the Saudi Arabia thing, but I know he looked like a fucking horrible old man that couldn't do shit in that match with oh, him the and Kane, Kane yeah. Shawn Michael. Yeah, they were both I'm old dudes. Probably not going to watch the next no, one. I don't, yeah, that's I don't subscribe to that nonsense. Uh, but Sami Zayn came back, which is cool. Oh yeah, that's right. He became a heel. Um, and then they were teasing Bray. Oh, they did it again on SmackDown. I wonder what it's going to be. Vulture bullshit. Yeah, I wonder how it's going to play out. Oh boy. Um. And then someone else showed back up. Did they? Matt Hardy in the Hardy Boys gear. Uh, well, oh yeah, Lacey Evans finally did something again. Well, she did something two nights in a row. Yeah, uh, she wasn't on SmackDown. Yes, she was. 
Yeah, she, she, she ambushed Becky again, yeah. Oh, yeah, she did. She she hit her from behind, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because on Raw, she just cold cocked her. And yeah, like, well, on Raw, she walked up to her face and yeah, punched and her. Yeah, punched her. And then Which Becky, good. It did, and I thought it was like, oh, shit, did you just knock out the lady, the champ that you just fucking, you're fired, dude. You're not a jackster. Um, <laughs> then Becky got like one up on her, and they had a thing. I was like, oh, my God, Lacey. I hope you're better now. I really do. I, I mean, really I, I just think she's gonna, she's just like going to the wood chipper, really. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, they've been waiting and like she hasn't done anything for her to go against Becky. It's just such a jump of, oh, I've seen this woman just walk, <laughs> yeah. you know, and now you're going to make her go against Becky. Well, also, they've only been seeding this like through social media where she was just like, why didn't she want to call herself a woman? Why yeah. Call herself a man. Because it's just been her walking out and yeah. they finally did something. I was like, oh, yeah, they remembered about her. Um, oh. And then nothing else too crazy. Oh, Drew was on SmackDown, but it's just because anyone can be anywhere. Like we said before, Paige teased a tag team, so they're probably going to have an awesome tag team that they pulled up. The question they, becomes, does this end the brand split? or No, it's the new weird shake Will they further redefine the brand split? I know, but there's been, there's been a lot of... The Iconics were on Raw like two weeks ago. Well, yeah, because the whole... It was just yeah. getting ready for Mania. I think Mania, like we've talked about before, it's its own weird beast. Like you I can, thought Summer or Survivor Series was, was only that time. too. Yeah, no, I know. Uh, well, uh, the Iconics are going to be on both brands. They're going to go everywhere. So yeah. at this point, it doesn't and matter. And They've guaranteed it. Um. So yeah, we'll see. I don't. I have no idea. Like, oh yeah, uh, Bailey versus uh, Alexa. Someone had posited uh, maybe this is a Bailey Hill turn. Maybe the thing with Alexa that she just beat her in that punch thing. Yeah. Well, I thought it's it because DDT. the DDT. I thought it's because. It looked really aggressive because I thought because Bailey knocked her fucking hard on that turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. You know when she did that power bomb? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought it was just like here's your receipt. Like it, like Becky Alexa hit her back, and when Becky Bailey hit her with that fucking power bomb, Bailey's face went oh shit shit shit, and she like pulled her out. And I thought like oh shit, Alexa just got concussed. Like because her head fucking went boom and yeah, hit that yeah, fucking yeah. turnbuckle hard. Yeah, like, the oh, the crowd was like oh yeah, that looked gnarly as fuck. But from a storyline standpoint. Why no Sasha Banks? She wasn't even on the show. Because people don't have friends, dude, even if they have friends. You know this. Why doesn't the Shield help Roman? Oh, and then they had Drew's, uh, oh, Dean's, Dean's final match. Jonas Animal, go out on your back. You know. Kurt a- got his final comeuppance. Or, sorry, on Baron and then got the shit kicked out of him by Lars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and Lars, oh, the, it was Lars. The Hardys also, yeah. And Lars was the other one. Um... And then they had their curtain call where Dean came out and he thanked everyone and all that stuff. Yeah, I, I tweeted a video of that yeah. on. Uh, I first saw like the fan footage and then WWE put out their own footage. Uh, cool. I wonder what's going to happen. Wonder where it's going to go. I have no idea what the fuck. I doubt we're going to see it's like AW signs him like no, instantly. No, no, no. I don't. Th- I don't even think he'll. I don't even think he's a good fit for AW. I have no idea where he's going to go. If he's going to still New wrestle, Japan? New Japan Dean. He could be. It's serious over there, and he likes serious ass shit. Yeah. yeah I wouldn't CZW. mind. I think he'd be Bullet Club. Yeah, who knows, dude? Well, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be too mad at that. Yeah, but I don't know, taking orders from Jerry White. Uh, well, I mean, and then he can do like a never open weight title because he's just like a fucking madman, you know. And then Minoru, I'd, I'd maybe see that match. Um, so yeah, that's about that. Uh, next week we will talk about the Superstar Shakeup because it's gonna happen on Monday, Tuesday. Oh shit, that's what I wanted to do for this one. I forgot to. I wanted to print out lists and do our own little draft. Oh, uh, we probably wouldn't have been able to do it with this fucking Why not? WrestleMania. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's so quick. It usually super shakes up's not like right after Mania. It's like I think in like a couple weeks. No, I think last year it wasn't after. like was it? Pretty sure. I thought we were able to talk about it beforehand. Yes. <laughs> okay. Anyway, once again, these are your hosts Rocky. and Rick. We'll talk to you next week about the shake. Bye. Later. Bye.